0: This is the Dear Warren Podcast.
1: And welcome to the Dear Warren Podcast, Warren's announce Table. On the podcast where we do backseat parenting, we share stories, principles, parables, lessons, passing and to my son Warren, but on the midweek podcast, uh, we, in this case, we're going to be narrating over uh, professional wrestling matches for the WWE weekly running episode of NXT. I am joined by the wonderful Jessica. Hello. And once again, we are with the iPad.
0: yes, we we've just found that it's just quite a bit easier to iPad instead of television. NXT.
1: At least for now. You are playing a wonderful game right now, which I hope we can cover it later on uh, during another midweek podcast. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade. Chronicles.
0: Right? Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for the Nintendo Switch.
1: But in this case, um, I actually talked to you, uh, well not talked to you, but uh, chatted with you during work specifically asking to cover this week's episode of NXT because apparently a lot of interesting stuff has happened.
0: You were saying, although you didn't really sort of blend me any more info, and, and we definitely do not chat during work. We do work during work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it gets lonely working from home. So
1: And you have to check in on each other.
0: You do. How was lunch? How's the weather? Does, does the traffic look like?
1: So we actually have our own Slack channel. Slack is like a, uh, a chat application uh, thing, and it's uh, a wonderful way to communicate, and it's the way... Uh, it's, it's a good way to stay in touch with each other
0: for sure. And it's obviously a very, I feel like it's a lot of tech teams use it, right?
1: Yes. And, uh, a lot of my, uh, uh, friends and coworkers think it's, uh, wonderful. That we have and also our own it's hilarious Slack channel. That we have. It, 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 they make it, uh, very easy to do so.
0: Well, you also have a Slack channel with your band too.
1: Yes. Slack channel with my band, Slack channel with like some other friends and yet another Slack channel for, yeah. And of course I do this all on my own time, people. Yes, that's, that's what you have to do.
0: Of course. Of course.
1: Back to...
0: <laughs> Back to WWE.
1: W- NXT. And we're uh, they open up with Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, as we discussed last week, he is uh, um, the one in the former tag team DIY, former tag team champions with Johnny Gargano.
0: So I feel like to remind people, and if they don't know, so Ciampa and Gargano were a tag team. For a fairly longer period of time, excellent babyface tag team, uh, friends, just really brothers, brothers went to each other's just, weddings, just really great. And so of course, anything that, you know, stays out in the sun too long, sours and, uh, uh, Champa got a knee injury, mm-hmm. so they had to kind of change the storyline cause they couldn't be a tag team cause he was going to be hurt for a longer period of time. So they, uh, Eventually, turned Ciampa against Gargano into yes. of a dramatic beatdown with a, um, whatchamacallit, a uh, crutch. Yes. Uh, fashion, like literally, like, you know, you're on crutches, crutch. And you just whaled the heck out of Gargano. And there was a stipulation where. Uh, oh look at this. Unsanctioned match, because you can't, right? So there was a. Because, go ahead. Yeah. So there was a. Gargano, who's not the one that got hurt, not the one that turned, you know, was going after the title, going after the title. And, uh, you know, it became so desperate that he basically agreed that if he would lose, that he would leave NXT. Mm -hmm. So he lost Mm -hmm. and he is leaving. Due to interference, though, by Due to interference by Ciampa. Uh, So he's left, and I'm using air quotes, NXT. But as you can see, of course, he's going to have an unsanctioned match. Ciampa versus Gargano at... NXT takeover which is the takeover pay-per-view that happens every so so often
1: and here's the thing I love your wonderful recap of it because it's not something that we uh, uh, Watch every single day. This is only like a weekly running show yet. You understand the the what do you you call it? The gravity of the situation the what, what do you call it the?
0: Yeah, no the scale
1: of the, it. It's not just your normal match.
0: No, and I think potentially it's it's kind of anybody who follows anything, right? So what also happens at a weekly cadence? Football, mm. um, obviously, certain television shows happen at a weekly cadence, and if you've watched it for every week for six months, is still twenties, late you know high twenties amount of times you've seen whatever it is, you get invested. You really do.
1: And it's a uh, well uh, told and. I wouldn't say recycled. It's just everywhere. It's brothers, and one of them backstabbed the other, and now the other one has to uh, get, quote, their revenge.
0: Now they have to fight and settle the score. Mm -hmm. It's Cain and Abel, I tell you.
1: Oh, going biblical on us.
0: Doing what I can.
1: It looks like Regal is coming out for yet another announcement. I don't know if this is going to be the introduction of a new uh, Mm -hmm. star joining the roster.
0: Let's see or he's announcing a match for NXT a takeover. I'm I'm sorry
1: Trying to turn up a little
0: bit of the volume Tyler Bate He's just naming people
1: It Oh, they're creating a new championship. Oh the North American championship
0: So are they getting rid of the UK championship?
1: I think they're keeping that uh oh,
0: who's this? You might know. I'm guessing Indy. Top one percent.
1: I think this is Ethan Carter III, otherwise known as EC3. He was one of the best TNA champions. He actually used to be part of the old, old, old NXT okay. before it became uh, big, and he was his name. He was like a rookie. His name was uh, uh, Derek Bateman, I think. Mm. But then he made such a huge name for himself uh, in TNA and became one of the, the best wrestlers out there. And he redubbed himself Ethan Carter III or, as you can see, EC3. So this is a big deal.
0: He looks like a Chia Pet. What's with the hair? Is it Chia Pet hair? It, it looks a little funny from the front. It looks a little fake.
1: It looks more, he's more of a, it, it looked like a young bro type. type.
0: Oh, it's kind of like, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Jersey Shore hair. It's, just, it's yes. just super gelled.
1: But he's young too. I don't know exactly how young, but you can tell that he's 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 no uh, what is it Bobby Roode where it's like uh, more grizzled.
0: Yeah, I mean he's, he's he's yeah. I would say he's probably Bobby Roode crossed with like um Randy Orton. Yeah, like a, like that. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Like they're you know fairly attractive, sort of tan.
1: Hey, sort hey, of you, big, you, shiny, easy, huh? <laughs> cocky. Mm.
0: Well-dressed. I'll mm. keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but here is one of the new introductions. He was actually... They showed his face at one of the previous uh, NXT takeovers. Mm. So it's not really a huge surprise, but this is his, uh, I guess, official introduction into NXT. And once again, this this brings up the question of are they going to... Um, because it's just being loaded with so much great talent. Yeah. When do the developmental that are just homegrown talent get a chance to shine? Right. As opposed to, here comes another big indie star. Another one. They so, fight for the yeah, title. So,
0: I find it interesting because you mentioned that. And that was sort of in my mind because I do follow NXT on Instagram. So, I get to see their behind-the-scenes photos. And they're having like a reading program where they're reading to all these kids. And they have, like, so-and-so, like, NXT Superstar, NXT Superstar. I've never seen any of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, you go to their, like, profile pages and you can see, like, they've been doing dark matches for months and months. And to your point, it's kind of like, we don't, I don't know who they are. I've never seen them on TV. They don't, they don't exist to me. And is it, like, NXT, de- like, true developmental is now just all dark and mm-hmm. then the mm-hmm. higher not developmental becomes televised?
1: I don't know. And whatever
0: happened Iconic, we're missing tons of people. Yes,
1: that's a very valid question. Especially so, in the women's roster. Since they're, since they're becoming so loaded with great independent talent, like the top uh, former independent talent stars that are signed to NXT, you have to start wondering, when do you start letting... Uh, uh, your other homegrown developmental talent who just went straight into WWE—they didn't have the exposure out on the indies. Mm. How are they going to get their work? And I guess it's like you said—they they work in the uh, the dark matches. They get their in-ring work, but then how do they outshine these stars that already have a well-established reputation?
0: And also, too, those indie stars come with a fan base that's yes. willing to spend on merch and mm-hmm. shows. So to your point, I think it's it's good. It's it's kind of like if you had a look at it from a probably a business perspective, you have all of your homegrown talent. They're cheaper. You can have them do more. They don't require as much contract negotiation. Mm. Uh, they're just happy to be there, right? I mean, granted, that only lasts as long as it can last, but they do that, right? But then you have your other thing where they probably cost more up front, more contract stipulations, but they come with so much mm. fanfare and... Uh, and more than makes up for it. So, I guess the question is WWE is becoming the monopoly.
1: They are the monopoly.
0: Well, they are the monopoly. And then at what point is it just too much and they're like shooting exactly. themselves in the foot and it's they're cannibalizing they're shooting, their own talent?
1: I don't think they're cannibalizing or shooting themselves in their own foot, but it's you just have a very, very deep independent and developmental roster. So, it's either you. Hey, here's a couple of suggestions I've heard thrown around. You up it from one hour a week to two hours a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing something, as you can see, where they're dividing it up into some more divisions to uh, give the... I, I guess if you're shooting for a singles title, not only can you shoot for the NXT title, you can also, as you can see, you shoot for the UK or the North American title. So, yeah, I think they're trying to create more opportunity to showcase their talent. But I think they're going to require more time. Uh, as as in like like i said two hours instead of one mm-hmm. maybe more network special i'm not sure but and then you run into the other problem of how much is too much overexposure right do you, you lose some of the lackluster of the uh the rarity and the Specialness,
0: I, but I think it also becomes when do you have another show with enough weight to stand on its own from a live event perspective? For mm. example, NXT obviously has live shows. Two O Five Live does not. They have Two. to pi- they have to piggyback on SmackDown. Yes. So it's kind of like Two O Five Live is not deep enough to really have their own show, nor are they really popular enough. It's kind of like either a do they, to your point, increase NXT or create yet another offshoot that's more successful than Two O Five Live that has its own weight or do they stick to the social media? Like, do they do more Facebook Mm. watch matches or, Mm -hmm. you know, is there just other, other things or do they do almost like a Chikara method where it's, it's like a nut, it's not even, it's never going to be televised or it's, you know, it's televised online. You know, there's other things to do.
1: But then at that point it's, there's, Again, you run into the problem of too much content. Like, how right. do you keep track of all of it?
0: And who, you know... And then you're you run gonna,
1: into the problem is you exactly as you said, cannibalizing your product.
0: Right. And it's like, when is, you know, when is enough enough in terms of how many hours a day does your fan base have to devote? And you want them to spend all their free time with you? Great.
1: I think they would love I think they... I think they're capitalizing off of the current culture of... Um, um, low attention spans and i just want to read something i want to hear about something i want to read something i want to hear about something all right here's an interview here's a, a special clip here's a blast from the past match follow us on on facebook and they want to be maybe not 100% of that steady drip of photos and posts and videos that you see but maybe at least 50% of it
0: but that's the short game, right? So what's the long game for them? And that's really, I think, what we're talking about. Yeah, I think short term, they have a model where obviously they're successful monetarily. And they do have enough interest generated to make NXT what it is in such a short period of time. But I think potentially, if you're just talking <coughs> about content and, and different places and more stuff, that's a, I think that's a short game. Because I don't L- think...
1: long game is uh, whatever generates sales. Merch, t-shirts, people who attend shows, people who buy network subscriptions...
0: Right, you're, but you're almost looking for the, like the, the, what you call it, the viral developmental star, you know, in terms of like you're looking for viral ability at that point to really make anybody stand out if they're the rosters that deep.
1: Well, at that point, and here's where they, the Triple H was really, really, uh, uh, in a way, a genius of it. He knew that there was, before there was NXT, he knew that there was a, uh, um, a market for great independent style really uh, a wrestling-based wrestling show as opposed to the drama that is Monday Night Raw. Oh, you slept with my girlfriend. No, Mm -hmm. well, I think you're, even though you're my twin sister, I hate you. And as you can see with NXT, he came up with a format. Hey, let's do something where it's all about um, uh, single elimination tournaments. Let's highlight the tag teams. Let's highlight a really uh, valid women's division. And Mm -hmm. let's bring in every once in a while the hottest independent signing there is. But have. now
0: it's the opposite, where most of them are bringing. They're bringing in mostly independent signings, and maybe you'll see you'll get one or two. It's where... changed.
1: It's changed, and he, uh, he being Triple H, has definitely filled that void of oh, I want to see the greatest uh, independent talent and in a really great wrestling show with high production quality. He's essentially filled that, and so not only that, he's also catered to <laughs> different crowds. Mm-hmm. So the main roster can cater to those ray mysterio mask buying uh parents buy it for their kids buy the john cena t-shirts and wristbands
0: i guess i'm talking more nxt though
1: nxt caters to the more dedicated wrestling fan who want to feel special that yeah i watch nxt i don't care about the main roster right, but to
0: your point that's been filled now what
1: mm-hmm. oh and that is what the question is Right now,
0: right? So I'm asking you what you think where do you think it's gonna go? What's gonna happen?
1: I think they are looking for ways to Differentiate NXT now and split it up Into something where as as you said, it's they need to find a way to get their homegrown talent to uh, uh, Expose themselves a little more
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting what's going to happen. I mean, you see they do a lot of, like, backstage, like... Why
1: don't you describe what's going on with this backstage segment?
0: I don't remember anyone's names. Shayna, Moon and Shayna, Shayna Baszler, Baszler are in a cat fight. They're not in a cat gym.
1: fight. That they're looks in a like, fight.
0: That looks like a cat fight.
1: Nope, that's a... I she's see hair in the closed, pulling. That's a closed guard.
0: A, I see and kicking. Now, and
1: now people have to pull them off. They were in the performance center. They were in the training center. That cat fight is... is, is uh, uh, a term you can definitely use for way back in the day during the Attitude Era.
0: Catfight. You,
1: you can roll your eyes at me as much as and you I want. I will, and I do but, oh, constantly. But until they start breaking out, you know, the pajamas or what is it—the the bra and panty matches that they had back in the day—I think it's. Uh, they...
0: I think your definition of catfight is different huh? than my definition of catfight.
1: What's a definition? Your definition.
0: Flailing women hitting each other. That was flailing women hitting each other.
1: Define flailing. I saw measured strokes.
0: Okay. Anyway, we can move on.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I'm interested to see if they move to kind of the more lifestyle brand.
1: Lifestyle brand.
0: Meaning more direct to consumer. Like, do they start talking about, you know, because if you look at the the superstars themselves, they're always pushing product now. They're pushing protein supplements. They're pushing food. They're pushing CrossFit. They're pushing lifting. They're pushing all these other things, and they're all doing mm-hmm. it. Like, Bailey does the, the stick with the big ball at the end, the weighted stick with the big ball at the end. Uh, where, Becky, are you, where
1: are we seeing this? Social media. Okay.
0: Becky just does CrossFit. Um, are they now sort of going to promote, like, the lifestyle of a superstar? Like, hey, why don't we do more of those experiential offerings? Like, when they – I forgot to call them the VIP things, the NXT, where the people pay $1,500 to, like, be a superstar for the day. It's sort of, are they taking now the brand to be more experienced versus like, let's open more wrestling schools. Let's open like more gyms. Like let's start pushing like the lifestyle of the physical fitness aspect of wrestling versus wrestling. I don't know. I don't see that from the main brand, but I see it from all of the superstars. Crazy. That's how they make their money, I guess, like from the sponsorships, but it's almost like they're all doing it now. So I wonder, does WWE pull them back from that and say, you can't have sponsorships from health and fitness anymore? I don't know.
1: I think they will get those health and fitness uh, sponsor uh, sponsorships uh, because it's just great exposure for them. I'm not sure about the the uh, pulling fans in to start training to be a wrestler. Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, that's what they're. I mean, that's what they do at the NXT. I think how much money people pay for it.
1: I I don't think that's their. I don't, I don't think that's think it's the gonna direction be their that bread they're. Bread and butter. Yeah, it. That is they there's that specific hardcore fan base that will pay anything that are the, they come to every single show and they pay. Well, how much was it for a, uh, like
0: 1200? I think
1: I remember you, you were like, uh, I like an, ex- maybe not we're, we're, for
0: me. I was near for you. And it was way. That's expensive. what I meant. Yeah. That's what I
1: meant. And I was like, Oh geez, enough. I mean, uh, I, you know, I love I, it. But
0: and I think one thing that we're not factoring in that probably is a big play is the international expansion of WWE. Hmm. So they might be seating these, the really deep roster to just ship half of them off around the world at a time, you know?
1: Mm. That's I mean, another way to look at it as well.
0: I mean, they signed the first Middle East female.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We haven't seen her yet. And maybe they're like, you're never going to see her. She's going to be wrestling in the Middle East, you know? <laughs> like, I think there's a lot of that about, the, you know, they're probably going really deep for the international play too.
1: I was also reading, I don't know if you've been following a little bit on the internet, the quote, the greatest Royal Rumble ever. This has been brought up a few times. I think it's in the Middle East, actually. I'm not sure if it's in Saudi Arabia, but uh, apparently some Arabian princes are paying a lot of money for a 50-person Royal Rumble. By WWE or no? By by WWE.
0: Well, is that really surprising? Think of Abu Dhabi Trials. Yep.
1: Yep. So that event is going to go on. I haven't read too much into it, but it's supposedly going to be a big thing, and they're going to be paid handsomely to uh, represent that. Uh, and I believe it's also going to be a network special too. Oh, nice. So we'll, we'll, we'll be able to see that hopefully.
0: And my Abu Dhabi reference for those who might not know is um, Saudi, you know Saudi princes, Saudi kings, Saudi princes, boatloads of money. They fund sports that they like. Literally one Saudi Arabian prince can be like, I like that. Bring that here. So it happens in jujitsu. So Brazilian jitsu has the uh, Abu Dhabi or ADCC trials,
1: Abu Dhabi championship.
0: I don't know what the extra C's for. Abu Dhabi Pro trials. A D
1: Abu Dhabi Combat Championships maybe? Nah, I don't know. Go ahead. I don't
0: even know if that's still the name. But there's it there, is, it's still is ADCC. It, there are regional A D C C competitions that you can compete in for Jiu Jitsu Nogi only. And, uh, you can, they
1: have, they have ghee ones, but they, they just distinctly say ADCC, ghee whatever. Right. I don't like, know. but
0: their main was a no Gi one, yes, right? If, like, that was the original. Right. And, uh, if you win at a local level, you can go to Abu Dhabi mm. and you could then, uh, you know, grapple in Abu Dhabi and, you know, behind the scenes, there's some ickiness that happens to be fair that I've heard, especially with the women because it's Abu Dhabi and they kind of don't care. But, um, I think it depends on where it's
1: uh, being hosted. I know in uh, the original one, yeah, it was in Abu Dhabi. I think but it's then, still in Abu is it Dabi. always an Yeah. because I have seen Cuz
0: you always see the sh- the princes like lined up sitting next to the mat.
1: Cuz I think a few of the years they've had ADCCs here in the states.
0: Well, that's trials.
1: No, I think it's it's been in, like it's the been main, in the finals. I don't yeah. I don't know.
0: So, Maybe.
1: Yeah, I I distinctly remember seeing like Marcelo Garcia winning in like 2005 or 2007 here in like New Jersey.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> Well cuz you can you can win the national here
1: No, this was was it, it. All
0: right. Well, then I don't know. Did they fly out? (laughs) Because I always remember, and granted, maybe it was that was before it was a thing, but it's purely funded by literally, I think, one prince who likes Mm. jujitsu. The amount of money is crazy.
1: The street profits are offering uh, Paul Eldridge, the manager of the uh, Authors of Pain, a drink, and no, he slaps the cup away.
0: What's the significance of the cup? Do they use the cup as a prop?
1: I believe so, but... He just offered him a drink and he just slapped it out of, the, out of his hand. You don't do that.
0: No. It's a black solo cup, by the way.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. And he's angry he's, about it. He's backing up. Uh-oh. I don't know if this is part of the... the oh, it is part of the, the tag team tournament. Is one. that it? One, two... Yeah, no one kicks out of the...
0: Female referee. We've only seen her a couple times, right? I believe so. She's the first female referee, I think, for WWE.
1: I think the Authors of Pain... Oh, they just said it. The Authors of Pain have advanced to the finals of the Dusty Tag Team Classic.
0: Because the partner got distracted over the cup. <laughs> the ultimate distraction. The By the way, cup. I like
1: how the yellow ropes here blend in with these yellow boxes that we have stacked up behind our iPad. <laughs> Why don't you explain the decor?
0: So let me read these boxes. I mean, they're very, very oh, yeah. official. We have a milk chocolate Reese's oh, boy. peanut butter milk chocolate covered peanut butter bunny.
1: Yeah, I, have, are I ever- have four of
0: those. <laughs> then we have Twix. Egg.
1: All these people that we're, you know, mentioning the product of, like they should be, they should be paying us money, right?
0: <laughs> Pay us the twenty-five cents of all the for listeners. The, for the we dozens have. and dozens, dozens and dozens
1: that listen to us.
0: Hershey's, oh, hello, geez. buddy. <laughs> Wait, there's one more. And Russell. And this is
1: all for what? This is all for it's, Thanksgiving, right? It's
0: Easter, yo. Yeah. We got some bunnies and some chocolate.
1: And you were explaining to me how. Uh, I guess we can go into this segment. um I will make it very easy.
0: Mm-hmm. I never
1: really celebrated Easter. <gasps> Gee, I wonder why go on
0: <laughs> never celebrated easter sir i'm disappointed i feel at least like growing up at least growing up i don't know i don't i don't think it's a, granted it is a religion thing but it's not a religion thing too i think there are plenty of people who are not particularly catholic that That's celebrate the Easter. The bunny, right yes
1: and goes around with like uh uh eggs and chicks and
0: lambs and yeah
1: and throws out like sparkles or something sure right does he wear a top hat and monocle and he, and he gives uh, these these eggs because we know bunnies lay eggs. Right. To, Don't ask questions. To uh, 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 no, he doesn't give them. He hides them, and you're supposed to go on Easter egg hunts, right?
0: Yes. So, so that's yeah. Is that so the gist of it? That's generally the gist of it, but it depends. So for household to household, how it reacts. So, so what
1: are you doing for Warren?
0: So for Warren, I you make the kids an Easter basket which is, I think, Christmas-like. It's nowhere near Christmas, but you give them toys. At least that's what was given to me. So we have a basket that you make up that you shove a bunch of different kinds of little doodads and toys and candy and chocolate. So we're going to forego the candy and chocolate because when you literally go in the aisle, it's like jelly beans and emin- like all choking hazards. I'm like, I can't give you any candy, dude. Like, you're going to choke. So, I mean, maybe I could have gotten him peeps, but even then. Uh, so he'll get some... Uh, a little toy for the bath, some farm animals, a ball, some markers to color with.
1: Uh, he also uh, came back from daycare with a decorated Easter egg for us,
0: right? He did. A little styrofoam. He picked his own color. He picked purple. Hmm. Uh, and what a little, uh, little basket that he put stickers on. Really cute. Super cute.
1: It was really super cute because no matter how many times he dropped it, we didn't have to worry about anything.
0: Yeah. I know. <laughs> You don't, so, and okay, so we also color eggs, and you said Warren can't color eggs. Why can't Warren color eggs?
1: Oh, no, Uh, uh, because he'll, he, you've seen his destructiveness.
0: But they're hard-boiled. Speaking of that, I gotta do that soon. Crap. I've never hard-boiled eggs. I haven't hard-boiled eggs in years. There
1: is um, very few things that I, just like with Hobbs and Chew Toys, I, I don't think there's any toy that Warren cannot break
0: that's true he's really good right now totally destructive but my dad used to put toilet paper with jelly beans from my room to the downstairs that
1: i have a question about is that an easter thing or is that a specific family thing because i never heard about using toilet paper with (laughs) associating toilet paper with easter i've heard of toilet paper associated with mischief night the uh, the night before halloween and you know you tp people's homes
0: all right well maybe if you were super rich you had like fabric maybe you rolled out but we use toilet paper
1: wait what is the fabric supposed to represent
0: the path to your basket on easter morning is that it's a thing it's a thing it's our thing oh okay I, mean, I,
1: I don't know if it's an Easter thing, or is it just, like, your specific family, how they, they did it?
0: I don't know. Do
1: other families, uh, instead of using a trail of uh, of uh, fabric and jelly beans, do they just have jelly beans? Or maybe they just have... Well, you
0: want not want to put jelly beans on the floor, because you're not going to eat them. you got to put them on something.
1: Well, what if you don't? Maybe they're just more for a prop.
0: But I never... Yeah, I, you're asking way too many
1: questions. I mean... I have these many questions, and I... I'm an inquiring mind because this is
0: something I never did. So I don't know if I have to imagine other families do something like this, whether it be like, you know, bunny footprints and flour. I, pe- I feel like people do bunny that. Bunny
1: footprints. How do you do that?
0: Because you put flour on the floor and then stamp a footprint in it. A flour on the floor? Like flour like you bake with. It's kind of messy. Really? But I've seen You've that done. done, done. Oh, no, I, you seen I, done? we've not done that, but I've seen it done. What do they do? I they, think you like put flour on areas of the floor and you like stamp a footprint in it. Warren, don't listen to this podcast till you're like 18. I'm totally shattering all hopes and dreams you have. Wait, a tooth but, fairy.
1: but and why would why would a a Easter bunny have uh, that might be
0: for Santa? I don't
1: know. Have flour on on his paws or its paws.
0: Kids don't ask those kinds of questions. They're just like, oh, look a footprint. How else would you? illustrate... I'm asking these questions right now. I'm a kid. How else would you illustrate? I'm basically
1: developed like a. You that know, they were like there. mentally developed like a kid.
0: How would you know that they were there if you wanted to see a footprint? So you would somehow demonstrate that there's a footprint of the bunny or the Tooth Fairy or Santa.
1: Or you could just do, like, paper cutouts. You could the also
0: cl- do that. There's no right okay. or wrong way, but okay, you need that, a that visual a representation more... that someone was here. Okay. So the Easter bunny comes. And so we had toilet paper with jelly Does beans. The
1: Easter bunny, is the Easter bunny selective, like Santa Claus, where Santa Claus keeps his... Uh, list of naughty or nice does the easter bunny all is he also that selective
0: no i think the only thing my parents would say is if i don't go to church the easter bunny's not coming
1: <laughs> <laughs> specifically on easter so the easter bunny is the church attendance enforcer
0: correct Really? Cor- granted i didn't really have so the age where i was old enough or young enough to have an easter basket meant i had no choice that i was going to church and and easter itself
1: is uh, easter sunday right Correct. and it's supposed to uh, i've heard jokes of like zombie jesus oh, or something oh yeah no, no well, this is i'm you're going to have to so explain gonna, this to
0: me i'm going to try not to get it, i'm going to try not to get it wrong because it's been a while I'm oh a reco- so you don't even know no i do know. i'm recovering reco- catholic okay uh so uh so there was lent right so 40 days
1: lent is what is uh when you use the dryer and then after the cycle is done <laughs> you have to
0: what? You're offending so many people right now. You
1: said Lent, right? Lent. Oh, um, Lent is when you—I um, gave you a book, and after you finish reading it, you've got to give it back to me, <laughs> right?
0: Oh boy! So it's forty days and forty nights where, That's a movie, right? I think so. Anyway, go ahead. Where Jesus, um, I think, went out in the desert mm. and uh, like prayed and things. well he's what else does jesus do he prays and things apparently and then uh good friday (coughs) you know and then you know he gets betrayed by judas
1: wait you just said good friday and then you jumped yeah i jumped backwards sorry so okay
0: so um the he gets betrayed by judas okay because he goes to the garden
1: Jesus is the one that, like, uh, kisses him on the cheek, right? Right, and then like... that's how
0: they know that he's Jesus. Uh-huh. And then they, like, take him away. I think it's Pontius Pilate.
1: Pontius Pilate?
0: Pontius Pilate.
1: Pontius Pilate.
0: Yes. What is it's that? It's who sentences him to death, even though he doesn't want to.
1: Oh, I thought it was a it was a verb and a noun. I thought someone no. punches a pilot. No? no. I have no idea who you're talking about.
0: Okay, so he was... um. Oh, this is, oh, this I, doesn't I sound do like a very biblical
1: this. name, though. Pontius Pilate? Yeah. Is it spelled p-u-n-c-h-e-s i don't know how it's P- spelled
0: p-o-n-t-i-u-s oh pontus
1: pontus Pontus. okay
0: um, and so sentences him to death you know because the jewish people want to send you know because they think he's hold, a false hold your prophet thought yep. right
1: now in case everyone is like going like uh th- this is like very ignorant of me i claimed as egg, right in the beginning of the podcast i have no idea
0: what and to I, be fair you're not catholic you're not yeah, christian this is your buddhist mm, it's different I'm, I'm, I'm just me Yes And I'm also probably And I'm, peop- tr-
1: I'm, I'm trying to learn Here people
0: And the people that are not Recovering Catholics Are probably <laughs> You know It's twitching Because I'm missing out On some key details I'm sure But I hope it's entertaining
1: For everyone though
0: So Good Friday is um, Wait
1: We were at Puntus Puntus pilot, pilot okay. Sentences
0: him to death Okay Because he has to do The will of the people The people want him Dead Because he's like a false They're considering him A false prophet oh, Okay um, you know, it's mixed. He doesn't want to do it. They're half of the people believe that, you know, he's who he says he is. The mm. other half think he's not. So they sentence him to death. And then, you know, he does the whole journey with the cross after he gets whipped and then he gets crucified. He gets crucified on Good Friday. So tomorrow is like a really solemn day for mm. hardcore Catholics. And they generally go to church on Good Friday. Okay. And then he gets put in the tomb.
1: Why do they call it Good Friday if it's such a horrible day?
0: I don't, I don't know.
1: I'll stop asking questions.
0: Yeah, I don't have an answer for you. I'm sorry. Go on. And then uh, on the third day, he rose again, so.
1: Wait, he rose again? Right. They buried him?
0: They did. They put oh. him in a tomb. <sighs> wow. And they rolled a big, giant rock in front of the tomb.
1: Did Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade cover this or something? I don't know.
0: Was there anything? Like, they probably, I'm sure there was maybe references to it.
1: But, uh, so he, he, he rose. He
0: rose rose he rises he raises rises he rises on easter okay so on sunday so he dies tomorrow and then he rises on sunday uh-huh. and mm-hmm. how's
1: and and i guess when he rises on 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 sunday he sends the easter bunny out to tell everyone that he's he's back
0: it's like it's like st patrick's day valentine's day christmas along the way i mean they're all the thing is to be fair those three are named after saints generally so this there's is. There's no saint for Easter. Saint no, day. but there's no saint for Easter. Why is it called Easter? Once again, I'm sure oh. you can. I have no idea.
1: We, we we try to do this without Google, folks.
0: Yeah, I don't. You're and asking. I hope
1: I hope everyone's very entertained right and now. And you
0: have to remember, when I went to Catholic school, I was an itty bitty. So you just like nod and smile and accept. And everything everyone has you're to, being to remember told. that
1: my knowledge of Easter right now is all secondhand. It's all because of Jess. <laughs>
0: I think, you know, with the animals, they think of, like, when maybe baby Jesus was surrounded. And there's a lot of imagery with Jesus with lambs. Okay. And, like, little fawn-type animals. So, I'm thinking maybe that is why you see a lot of lambs or, like, cutesy, smaller mammal-type things. Mm-hmm. A couple of birds in there. And that's why everything's white. So, if you go to church on Easter, there's, like, lots of white flowers because he was in white. Like, everything's white and light and like, the beginning of spring. Um Okay. Because Lent is 40 days of darkness, essentially. Oh. So generally what people do is like sacrifice. You have, to, you have to give
1: something up for Lent, right?
0: Generally. Or you can do something
1: extra. So what have you done in the past?
0: In the past, um, I've given up soda, which for like a 12-year-old kid's a big deal. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I think I've given up. Like you're supposed to give up something that you like. Like I've given up chocolate. Or.
1: Oh, like, I remember that. I remember one you know. year you, you gave up uh, for Lent sweets in general.
0: Yes. Yes, I don't remember. That was, was
1: very, yeah. very impressive of you.
0: It's basically you're trying to empathize with Jesus's plight during that time based on. He didn't have anything. The Bible where right? he didn't have anything. I don't, I don't think he had any food or drink. And you're like, how could he possibly live? He's Jesus. Um, but he like gave up everything and kind of walked the desert and was tempted by the devil multiple times in the desert. Now that I think oh, about what it. What did the devil do? I think he was just trying to say like, oh, I'll give you water. Gatorade. Yeah, like I'll give you water. Waters. I'll give you food or. You know, why don't you... Your people don't like you. Coconut they're gonna, water. They're going to kill you. you yeah, so he was tempted by the... I think the devil's three got times. electrolytes. Anyway, so you're supposed to, like, give up something. I think um, the part of it also, too, is the giving up meat on Fridays.
1: Give up meat on Fridays. So during Lent,
0: you're not supposed to eat meat on Fridays? Why? It's just a thing. I guess, <laughs> once again, it's almost like a... It's like the Catholic version of fasting without mm-hmm. it actually being a fast. mm mm-hmm. um, So it's just like giving no, up... I'm, re- I'm,
1: I'm always interested in the uh, excuse me <coughs> and i'm recovering from a really bad chest cold
0: which you've now passed to me and i'm oh, trying to hold to feel back
1: it. yeah I'm, I'm always uh interested in the symbolism of uh, uh people's actions around these times yes and just finding out the origins of it like, okay you know I, I don't knock anyone for 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 doing it i just like to try and understand what's going on
0: yep so it's just a it's almost like a s- sacrifice in mm. conjunction with the whole Catholic Catholicism, Catholic community
1: and Easter bunny is associated with the, with the happier part of it
0: Yeah, it's associated <laughs> with the uh, spring is here um, You know where you get, you know Bunnies and chocolate and stuff. I think that's the commercialization mm. of it, you know
1: mm. uh, Eventually like else. eventually became a commercialized in the sense yeah. and is this did it become uh, commercialized in the in Western culture like here in North America? Uh, or it, is this also very prevalent out uh, in the East?
0: I don't know, because I think there's less Catholicism out in the East. Okay. So I think okay. by nature of that, it would be less. I find that the East will copy things. Like, mm. not copy, like not that they're copying Christmas, but like it becomes a bigger thing in cultures where it wasn't a thing before because they see the West doing it and they want to do it too. Um, I'm guessing you probably could argue that if you go back in the Wayback Machine, even probably before the United States existed... I'm sure there was gift giving of some sort around this time. Was it as, of course, extravagant or chocolate filled as it is these days? Probably not. You know,
1: I was talking with uh, well, one of my coworkers uh, this week, and he was expressing a lot of concern with uh, just the acceleration of technology and social media, and the loss of like interpersonal communication mm. uh, between people. Um, an example of that is obviously you don't actually talk to anyone anymore. You just like their posts or you share something or you comment on something or you don't even go out to eat or cook your own food. You just click on an app and, uh, it gets delivered to your door and mm-hmm. just, and it's prepaid, etc. No communication that way. And what, and we were just talking of like, oh, how did it kind of get this way? And then also what can you do to kind of, uh, uh, bring back that interpersonal uh, uh, relationship and Just talking about all of this made me realize and I think I've mentioned this to you in in the past as well, too uh, Just where I said I didn't really grow up with Easter. I mean uh, my family would celebrate You know the big ones Christmas mm-hmm. New Year's obviously St. Patty's was not really uh, <laughs> Something that as a, oh, as, a, as, as, a as, as a Thai kid growing up you d- you didn't really get into But a lot of these uh, occasions, uh, especially leading up to Christmas, Easter, I've attended my first uh, masses and and church gatherings with uh, you and your family Mm -hmm. while while we were engaged. Um, And also every once in a while in in the past few years as well, too. And it was always a sense of church community there was a sense of a religious community right there was always the sense of after you uh, because of this event the whole family gets together in-laws uncles people from out of town they, they all get together due to a specific uh, religion mm-hmm. so tying it into that original conversation of how did we lose that interpersonal uh, personality um it, one could argue that just the 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 rise of uh, atheism or maybe just the or or more so the unpopularity of religion or science bro science proves everything why do you need uh, any type of religion and it's kind of like at that point y- you 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 gain something but also at the same time you you semi shoot yourself in the foot as well too because some of the Biggest community building exercises, or some of the biggest communities that were, are 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 based around something religious, right? So when you when you when you don't stress it at uh, as much, then you lose a certain sense of uh, community. I don't know. You're rolling your eyes. You're
0: well. I have a very controversial view of that. Go ahead. Because if you stop touching kids and Oh, oh you know,
1: jeez, okay, no. killing
0: killing babies in Irish laundry, you know covenants and and um you know there's i mean there's a lot and this is not just Catholic, it's everywhere yes, you know like yes. um you did it to yourself mm-hmm. you didn't make it hard for people to run away mm-hmm. they ran away because you made it super easy to and you continue to make it super easy to by not taking responsibility not taking blame hiding legally you know so there's a lot there i think and maybe mm-hmm. that's just me projecting my own personal views of the whole thing but um, every religion has their stuff right and now people have access to it more so than they ever did before. Yep. So people have made their decision based on now could would you say that the increase of the sorry, the decrease of interpersonal communication is in direct correlation to the fact that more people are not engaged in their religious communities? I think it's a little bit of a stretch because I think there are other communities and involvements, there are plenty of nonprofits, there's service, military service, there's other communities that exist. That could potentially give you back that interpersonal communication that we're lacking. Yes. I also think it's a very Western US, probably some of the Eastern countries, Korea, Japan. The rest of the world doesn't have nearly as bad of a technology problem as we do. Mm. You know, as a first world country, um, a technology driven country. Um, I think if you went, you know, to France or to the UK, they're not looking at their phones nearly as much as we do because it's just not part of their culture. So I think part okay. of it is a culture thing. Yes. Now, could you maybe say, hey, the increase in atheism had made people more cynical
1: mm. and
0: have made them uh, less likely to help others and have made, like, yeah, maybe. But, like, what are people to do? You, you're choosing, like, your choices if you're, you know, depending how, how you're doing your research and how you're deciding and what you're forgiving and what you're not forgiving, You don't really have many options.
1: It I've never said it was easy. It is a very complicated thing. It was just uh, one one viewpoint or one just talking point going into the question of of how is interpersonal in interpersonality uh, relationships uh, uh, on the downward trend due to technology. But there it's multi it's multi variables. This is probably one variable in, uh, in a in a in a bunch of them.
0: But don't you think, in the advent of the television, people said the same thing, or in the advent of radio, people said the same thing, or in the advent of what in, that people are talking to each other less because they're watching TV, or they're talking that's to each other less because true. they're right. But what's the pro- like? I guess my question is, what's the problem with that? Because <laughs> you're changing the definition of what interpersonal mm, communication mm. is. I got you. And the reason why we're freaking out about it is because it's not the way we it used to be, but as if that's a bad thing. Well,
1: I think you kind of see it where. Um you would I mean we don't see it amongst people of of our age because they grew up in the same uh, uh, they've had the past where they grew up without a cell phone there was a there was a point where we reference yeah Yeah. there's a frame of reference versus where and I'll I'll, we've sat around with certain family members as we're trying to watch a movie or just talk to uh, them that they're just on their phone the whole time and their family right you know
0: so I don't say I like it either. Yes, I don't like it. I'm not saying it's it's the way yes. it needs to be. I just said mm-hmm. that you'll just suffer, like you just won't be successful. Like you'll just be poor and not successful.
1: I I understand that, but and, what, I, and what, what, I mean
0: poor not like poor not like monetarily. Like oh, you're gonna be poor because like you use your. I mean poor in terms of like your value of life is not is poor. Well, there you go. You're not but, gonna but, have but, but, a but high what, satisfaction with your but life. What
1: you're saying then? It, you just answered your question. You said what's the problem with that? There you go. There's well,
0: right? I mean. Like, where do you draw the line between progress, technology mm. progress? Yes. And then when do you talk about self-ownership? Mm. It's like, hey, you can decide to pick up your phone, dummy. No, no.
1: A- um, abso- absolutely agree. Um, that is, obviously, it varies for every individual. I think it, it, there's a certain amount of uh, introspection you got to just give yourself. I mean, remember, like a month or two ago, were, uh, my uh, co-worker gave us the suggestion of this specific app that turns our phone from vibrant beautiful mm-hmm. colors to straight monochrome black and white i gotta turn mine off to black
0: <laughs> white again. i keep forgetting uh yeah and it definitely worked for the hot week i remembered to put it on but but you know what i mean
1: yep. there there's uh there's a conscious effort on our part to uh remember you we, we, we uh every other week i, I seem to be uh, pr- promoting that moment app the one that uh, yeah. uh, tracks your time that that's that's on your phone and gives you a, a green, yellow, or red score at the end of the day or the end of the week, whatever it is.
0: Right. And I think, you know, do I think it's all bad for everybody? No. Do I think that there are people who benefit from feeling connected, even if it's digitally connected, because they are literally a loner and would have just been completely alone with no communication at all prior to a phone? However, to your point, I do think communication has degradated by some people to the point where it's obvious. And, you know, I think my level of threshold, like I can tolerate quite a bit with technology, and I really do get bothered. The number one thing I get bothered by is, like, when parents are out with their kids. Mm. And they're looking at their... And then their what do you ph- want to yell at them? Get off get your, off your phone! phone! Like, they're on their phone, and they're with their kids. And the kid's, like, looking up at them, like, looking for validation, looking for yep. conversation, wanting yep. to tell them they got to pee or they're hungry. And you get, like, people just looking at their phone. And it's, like, you're, you're fucking up. Mm. Like, parents, like, you are... And people be like, well, what if they have to answer email, and what if they have to? You're still then you fucked up because you have a job where you have to answer email and your kid's tugging at your sleeve, in Target, you know. And I get it. You're
1: coming, you're coming up blazing this week, by Ugh. the way. Did I, did I, did I hit something, or was it because last week I was, I was coming out blazing on you, going, oh, Not- we missed the podcast because it's all your fault. And 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 I, I think you just let that rage build. <laughs> like stop fucking saying that, and now you're just unleashing it.
0: I'm not directing it towards you. I just get really mm. pissed off when I see parents ignoring their children <laughs> well, cause, and they're on their phone. It's like literally nothing you are reading is more important than what's going on right here, right now. And then you get the parents be like, well, you know, parents need to break too and they can't always be looking at their kid and their kid, blah, 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 blah. Then you should have picked another job. Then don't be a parent. Your one job, your most important job is to raise the darn kid, to mold another human being. Like,
1: I think when when people would sometimes ask, like, where, where does this lead, as far as uh, just people always staring at their phones or just being addicted, and then I like I said, I mentioned that Peyton podcast where we talked about the culture in Japan, the otaku, otaku's, and yep. the uh, hikikomori. Uh, you can look it up. It's it's one You're of the, it's Japanese. one of the terms. I, I this is just how uh, ignorant I am, not only of Easter but also of my own culture. How about that? <laughs> so. They uh, and it just roughly translates to people so ingrained in technology and pop culture, and uh, that they would check out, just base essentially be antisocial. Check out, lock themselves in their bedrooms, just order food through their apps, just watch whatever uh, whatever the Japanese equivalent of Netflix is, just watch movies all the time. Uh, you know, receive their specific types of pleasures through virtual means as well
0: too. So you know and yeah. You know what I think is partially to blame? Mm. Okay, I think it's a lot to blame. And I'm gonna use Go this term it. I'm gonna use this term generally and people are gonna roll their eyes. The media mm. they've made the world seem so freaking scary, even though we're in the safest country and you know, one of the safest countries and stats are so you know, progress is so much more amazing and you know Poverty is on the downturn. Child infant mortality is uh, decreasing three years ahead of schedule based on, you know, there's a lot of things that are positive, you know, rapes are down overall, you know, a uh, crime is that like the world, but be- we're, you know, war, Trump, North Korea, uh, you know, violence, um, men versus women, uh, health, cancer.
1: NXT over flood with talent.
0: but you know, it's a bombardment of all the negative things. Look at all the vice documentaries. You want to feel bad about yourself. Look at a vice documentary, Mm. you know, and just constantly, constantly. And why would you want to leave your apartment? Then you think every person you talk to, Mm -hmm. you think every public event you're going to go to, you can get shot at. You're going to think every conversation you have, if you're a female, maybe like someone's going to spike your drink or some, Mm. you know, you're going to be assaulted. Um, I'm not saying those things don't happen. Yeah. Obviously they do. Do they, you know, and the, it just feels like they're engineering that culture they want you to tell you know why because you're gonna buy mm. you're gonna buy that food you're not making it anymore you're buying so you're giving another company money mm. you're gonna give these apps like this buy mobile game they're gonna bleed you of a dollar here a dollar there mm. they're making money off of you they want to keep you in your home because then you have to consume wwe network 9.99 a month but you have to like you can't you can go to the park for free You can't do a lot of the other digital technology stuff for free. It all costs something. Remember, if you're know you paying, if it's free, you're the information. Right. Like, how much is your time worth? I mean, that's an exercise everybody should do if you haven't done it already. Look at yourself.
1: Here we go. She's preaching, people. (laughs)
0: Look at your salary. Look at how much you make per hour. I make a dollar. A dollar. If you make a dollar, then if you spend... Three hours on Facebook every night. So $3 a day times seven, $21 a week. Let's, times give, them, let's four. give them
1: something a little more uh, <laughs> realistic or something that affects them a bit more. <laughs> so, it, so the idea All right, give effect, me, what give is me it, a. F- 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 50 an hour? What? what, 50. what? Or, or 30 an hour? I forgot. I don't
0: Just give me an easy number to do math by.
1: <laughs> okay, 50 an hour.
0: So let's say, I think average college students said they waste, like, eight hours a day or six hours a day or something. Jesus.
1: But let's say. Well, that makes sense, though.
0: No, yeah. but let's say you're a person. Like, let's say you are you have a job, right? So I'm going to say three hours a day, and that's being nice. Mm. It's $150 a day times mm. seven. $1,050.
1: Yeah. let us just round it to 1000 a, uh, a week.
0: So 4000 a month. Mm-hmm. Thirty-six thousand dollars worth of your time a year you would be wasting on, let's say, if you looked at Facebook or social media for three 4, hours a day. times
1: twelve is forty-eight
0: thousand. <laughs> I didn't do math. <laughs> the um, Japanese
1: in me coming out.
0: Jeez! All right, I was not a STEM major. I apologize. Forty-eight thousand, a lot of freaking money is what it comes down to. Mm. So if you've never done that math, it's really helpful to do it.
1: Just to kind of put things into perspective.
0: And like how much? And then I even think about it. I even actually had time and a half. Because I'm like, all right, after hours, if I was working, you'd get overtime, maybe. So it's time and a half is how much that time is worth.
1: So basically you're saying since we do a podcast that lasts for about, you know, an hour that people are wasting the, this hour right now listening to us, right? Is that what you're saying? We love you, everyone. <laughs> we hope you're learning. Okay.
0: <laughs> time. I'm hoping they're like doing this while they're driving and they're not listening to anything else versus like, hey, Timmy. Here's your spaghetti. I'm going to listen to Eck and just podcast as I... Oh, that
1: would be amazing. Hi, Timmy. My <laughs> name is Zeki. We love uh, doing professional wrestling matches. Don't do this to your little brother or little sister, okay? All right. Don't try it at home. Go on.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would hope people are using podcasts responsibly. <laughs> uh, but... It's good to know. Does it mean we're perfect? Does it mean we don't ever look at our phones? No. Is there anything inherently bad by nature? No, we're more connected than ever before. We can go see more events. We can talk to more people. We can learn about new things. I'm not oh, trying to it's make... it's a
1: double-edged sword.
0: The internet, yeah. all sorts of bad. Mm. But without the internet, without technology, from a career perspective, I obviously would not be where I am. You want to be where you are. So it does nope. have its pros and cons. Yep. Uh, but people, if you're talking to your... If you're with your kid and they're physically with you, Get off your freaking phone. You got to call somebody fine. You got to check a text real quick. Nobody is important enough to text back when your little kid is tugging at your sleeve in Target saying they have to go to the bathroom.
1: Remember, I remember when we uh, were freaking out about first owning Hobbs yes. and we, we needed to get uh, doggy training to like for us to figure out what the fuck to do because yep. we had no idea what we were doing. And uh, our instructor, Stacy, said that uh, when she would drive along, she would see... Uh, um, doggy owners on their phones ignoring their dogs. And as she drives by them, if she thinks that they're ignoring them too much, she would honk at them just to snap them out of it. Do you remember that?
0: I do remember that. And I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I listen to podcasts now when I'm walking Hob, so that I don't, that I keep my eyes like on mm-hmm. Hobbs. And he doesn't know I'm listening. <laughs> he just wants to <laughs> sniff and pee. So he thinks I'm totally engaged. No, uh, he does because he's a dog. But yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's the thing.
1: It's something that you are also very passionate about.
0: Well, because it's your you kid. Mm-hmm. Like my goodness who wants to what, what kid wants to be ignored? Like you are their entire world. Your, your, your opinion of them values more than anybody. They look to you for everything. Even Warren Warren every time like you fall, every time the first thing you do is look at me or dad to see if we're worried or not. If we're not worried, you're not worried. If I make any sort of emotional face, you flip out.
1: This is this has been confirmed.
0: Which, you know, nine times I out of ten. I remain
1: stoic. I go, ah, how you doing, buddy? Well,
0: for me, it's nine times out of ten. I'm like, you're okay. You're fine. And then one time I'm like, oh,
1: no. Oh, yes. There there are times he, he has taken complete wipeouts that I'm just, oh, oh you're not going to be president of the United States, are you, buddy? <laughs> Hmm. well in this case maybe it oh, would be
0: oh, oh oh look at that bazinga uh
1: but this was all because of my little uh 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 conversation with the co-worker
0: yeah sorry and, there's uh, wrestling going and, and on
1: interpersonality uh it looks like this is the other semi-finals for the dusty uh roads memorial tag team classic and uh it's sanity former taxi champions against the very interesting mixed duo of roderick strong and uh, the UK champion, Pete Dunne. Huh. But going back to what we were saying, I I really enjoyed the, the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic because it is, it, it always provides like no nonsense, just direct. Here's a tournament. Yep. We're trying to find who the best tag team or best up and coming tag team is.
0: I would say generally for tournaments, they don't do a lot of like, Smack talk. They don't do a lot of backs. They don't need to do any promo. Like they don't. They just get to wrestling.
1: And whatever plays out, plays out. Yep. And ooh. And you've and you have very very good performers uh, in here. I think Wolf, one half of the Sanity team, is WWE homegrown talent. I know Eric Young is former TNA. Um, I know that Roderick Strong was an indie star. Pete Dunne was also an indie star. So. You've got a very core group of uh, great performers uh, in in the ring. The other news that I was reading today, and this is just obviously a rumor, but uh, apparently Fox uh, TV, they're attempting to... uh, um, They have TV space time on regular Fox uh, channel, and it's between UFC, uh, more fight nights, or... WWE.
0: They're going to have to go WWE. They have enough fight nights. And the
1: rumor was that UFC has been very difficult in their negotiations thus far. So there's a chance you could be seeing WWE events, specifically, I think, Monday Night Raw back on regular. And we can
0: actually watch that, don't we? Do we We have Channel 5? No, I don't know. Do we? We do. We do.
1: Um, um, And if they do that, I'm not sure if they're going to... I, they may knock it back down to two hours, which makes it much more focused and much more manageable to watch. Because mm-hmm. three hours, geez. I mean, I can love something a lot, but three hours is a long time to keep full attention span.
0: Three hours is a lot for Anything. a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> That's like you have just overextended your stay at someone's house, three mm-hmm. hours. Oh, look at this power
1: move. Whoa! I thought he was going to drop him right on his head with a German suplex, but he... Uh, done over rotating was able to land on his feet
0: they're a fairly athletic bunch
1: mm. this is this is where you're seeing kind of the indie talent uh uh showcase
0: well they're all indie talents right all four of them pretty much
1: i th- like, like i said i think wolf may be the the homegrown talent one with wwe but they got him yeah so, so does it, that
0: look like it's going to be aop versus them yep interesting and by them I mean Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne?
1: Yes. Th- what this could also result in is a good rivalry between Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne.
0: Roderick Strong needs something.
1: He definitely needs so- He's a great performer. He can perform. He just doesn't have the foil yet to him. When he has a good foil, he can go. And he's he's been playing the babyface the entire time in NXT right now, yep. but he's he's known to have been a very like dickish heel on the indies as mm. well too. So, he can play that part. All right. Well, I so like to see, see it
0: because he's kind of vanilla. He's boring.
1: <laughs> there we go. Is that the finals? Oh, they're actually going to give the finals away on NXT next week. I thought they would save it for the uh, TakeOver. But I guess TakeOver is just going to be the championship matches. Huh. So, we will see what happens. Um, but I think that concludes this episode of WWE NXT and uh, probably a, a good way to to cap us off yep. as well because uh, I, as we were going through the our, our discussion, I remember my dad going, "Oh, you know, uh, two things you should never talk about is politics and religion." Oh, but I think we covered it in a way that isn't too uh, I don't know uh, divisive. I
0: said a couple offensive things about the Catholic religion, <laughs> things that we would all prefer to forget, <laughs> but you know. People are people. You have millions of them. Someone's bound to do something wrong.
1: I just wanted to find out about the Easter Bunny people. Did you find out? I, where do the eggs come into play?
0: And on next week's <laughs> Midweek podcast, <laughs> Jessica well, and Eckie decide. I'll,
1: I'll just have to look at Google afterwards. Obviously, all these questions are Googleable. I just enjoy. It. Uh, as hearing said, my
0: half-baked answers in- in-
1: inquiring minds need to know and uh, Warren will one day I'll, I'll point him to this podcast in-, in case he asks what's Easter dad and then let's listen to your mom explain oh,
0: it alright
1: um, thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, we will see you on another episode of the Midweek Podcast everyone have a good night
0: good night